0: (laughs) (laughs) Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores Brings Your Garage Logic Podcast Number 1,252 Wow 2,23,24 I think either yesterday, today, or tomorrow Is exactly the uh, Two year mark since the uh, Ruskies invaded Ukraine It's It's been going on for two Mm. years 59 degrees On this day in 1958 and 25 below on this day in 1889, and last year on this day, December, this day, February, 20th. seven inches of snow. Wow! Ooh. Hail the flashlight, King. But see, ah. that was last winter. You could, I would have gladly talked over that. Okay. This, that was last winter, which was the last winter we've ever had. So it's yeah. it's no wonder that <laughs> right. we got seven inches last According year. To this Paul day. Douglas, No, there's people that think this is the last one. So that's fine. Uh, this year and from here on out, there'll never be another snowfall. Hail the flashlight king! <laughs> Hail you. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Susher, Got some great emails today. (coughs) Uh, Mark Tateach writes, Now, he's got a real problem here. This is going to be an interesting case to solve for GLers. I took the broken part of a cookie, about the size of a quarter, from a holiday gas station. They have me on camera eating it at the checkout counter. I am now being charged with shoplifting and have to go before a judge next Tuesday. What? This occurred in Brainerd, and the store manager stated he felt violated. Any thoughts? Mark.
1: I thought this was going to be a punchline. He's a GLer,
2: so he's got to know what we're going to say.
1: I say throw
0: the book at him and lock him up for a year well that's a that's a okay. little harsh
2: Joe
3: reality?
2: yeah a little large he's my I'm saying he's a Geller he knows what he did wrong go to the court date and hope that the judge throws this out because it's absurd well first of all I can't believe is this true so, it could oh, be
0: it could be true because it's really far away from the country's tallest buildings where people still expect honesty.
1: Yeah. He walked up to the counter and he's chewing saw a on free... this quarter
0: size hunk of cookie he probably saw leftovers somewhere.
1: Right. Well, that makes me nervous, though. Why is he picking up a. Yeah, what cookie. a rube. Why would he do that? That's
0: neither here nor there, Matt.
1: Hi. Now, oh, that kidding. was the temptation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: We have people on the staff who would do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I You're would put them in him. my
1: snack pouch.
4: Yeah, you have a little pouch for.
0: Um, like I can't did Google. he offer to pay for said cookie Is he
4: not. I read you the entire evening. I know. I'm, I'm asking a follow up question. You ask me to be curious all the
0: time. Well, I can't. Well, how in the hell would I know? Why start today, huh? Right. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> Why start with an idiotic question based on me not God. having oh, the information? Uh, Your he Honor. Asks
2: you to take oh. part, and when you take part, you That's get persecuted. Right. That's uh, right. Uh, uh, Your
0: Honor, follow up question. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: What kind of a cookie was it?
0: See, again, I Huge don't
4: know what of kind. Of that. Uh, no right. further questions, please. Oatmeal raisin. If it's oatmeal raisin, point then I-
0: of <laughs> law. <laughs> Well, it turns out I was in a gas station. I took a little piece of cookie. Now I'm oh, being prosecuted. Sir. Well, let me tell you something. You's wrong. <laughs> uh, Mark, I don't know what to tell you, but Kenny's probably right. Go to court and basically say, are you kidding me? Or go to court and give him a buck for the Here's cookie. $1.25. Uh,
2: your your Honor, uh, tell him the truth and then say, Your Honor, I'm at your mercy.
1: I wish we had more information though, from this guy saying... How was he called out? The store manager was offended.
0: That was answered in the email. He man. felt violated. He was Matthew. captured on camera. So
1: he called <clears throat> the cops.
0: The store clerk apparently did. Sure, and the store clerk said he felt violated. And again, that tells me this is a long way from the country's tallest buildings. So I believe the Brainerd part. In other words, he was he was up there, and uh, I
1: think. That person doesn't know what violated means. No, I don't yeah,
2: either. I'm I'm thinking about the video I saw yesterday of four people with armfuls of clothes that were walking out of a Target somewhere in the United States and getting in a car and driving away without being accosted by any of the employees.
0: I take you now to San Francisco. Hmm. I love the Segways. A generations old hardware store. So this will hit the hit the hearts of GLers. A generations-old hardware store, Frederickson Hardware and Paint, in California, is forced to go above and beyond to protect its shoppers as the state's crime wave continues to rise. Frederickson Hardware and Paint, a long-standing shopfront in the Cow Hollow Marina area of San Francisco, will now provide shoppers with a staff member to escort them through the shop. We really weren't given a choice. I mean, we have to keep our employees safe and our customers safe. When they're coming in to do snatch and grabs, that was the final straw, store manager Sam Black told local news outlet Fox 2, one of the television stations in Frisco. uh, Frederickson Hardware and Paint is seen from the street. That's a cut line. It's a shock. This has been happening maybe all over the city and other parts of the country now. It's finally reaching Cow Hollow. Blank, black, continued. All right, let me nip this in the bud. Could one of you ne'er-do-wells uh, figure out where this Cow Hollow section is? It sounds like it might be in San Francisco proper. Shoppers will now be walked through the store, a hardware store, where you want to pick through the nuts and bolts of life. Shoppers will now be walked through the store by a personal attendant from the moment they walk in up until the moment they leave.
1: She's
4: right up. She's right off the 101, Joe, in
0: San Francisco.
4: It's
1: one of its most well known and desirable neighborhoods. World class boutique shopping, diverse housing market, easy proximity to recreational activities. Is it close to downtown? It looks like it. Gonna, I haven't seen the map yet. They've I have
0: not previously heard of Cow Hollow, but Cow has a. Has a familiarity in San Francisco. The 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 city's arena was known as the Cow Palace. Yeah, yeah. I believe a lot yep. of
4: people have chose to Chosen. move there. Oh, <laughs> <I'm gonna>
1: this <laughs> will not I'll go on the solo. highlight reel. <laughs> it's off of <laughs> Lombard Street. Let's well, right down close down to Danbury. the water. Yeah, all right.
0: All right. Uh, Frederickson's Hardware and Paint hopes the increased awareness and attention to each shopper will dissuade would-be criminals from continuing to ransack the store with snatch and grabs that threaten to put it out of business. The San Francisco... Si- that's another cut line. Stories about high-profile <laughs> companies around the San Francisco area closing shop or hiring extra security have made grim headlines in recent months. Target closed its downtown Oakland location last year after police responded to more than 100 smash and grab thefts and similar incidents in 2023. In and Out recently announced its sole Oakland burger joint closing. The first wow. time in the company's history it had to make such a decision due to rampant burglaries, property damage, and armed robberies in the area. A- picture shown. A Denny's also closed down last month because of a crime epidemic. Blue Shield, Clorox, and Kaiser Permanente, the largest employer in Oakland, have issued warnings to employees, hired security guards, or taken other actions in response to the crime surge in the city. And may I add, you know, I don't often cite Twitter, uh, or known as X, But sometimes you can't. You're scrolling through it looking for something. And you might come across a video, uh, as I did yesterday, of a police officer. Uh, Well, two videos. One was a police officer who was getting routinely slugged in the face by a black woman. A very large woman. Heavy. set, So her punches carried some weight. And his partner happened to be a black police officer. He watched his white partner take a few of these hits and then stepped in and decked this woman oh. <laughs> because the white officer obviously was so trained that he better not this is, could be that he sit there and took it. Wow. <clears throat> the other one I saw was a black female motorist was pulled over uh because and uh, uh because the cops smelled a great deal of weed in her car okay she got weed and then the uh the checks they do on the license plate revealed that the license plate didn't belong on her black mdx they came off a stolen saturn and she was confronted about this and just said well i'm not getting out of the car hmm. yeah I legally parked right here on the side of the street. The cop said, you're under arrest. I have to confront you about this. And he was patient. It took him five minutes. You have to get out of the car. She just refused. Finally, he pulled her out of the car. My point being that the decline of moral and ethical integrity, which includes a complete breakdown of the civil contract, is rampant in this country.
3: Yeah, it's part yeah. of the
0: downfall of this country. Are people refusing to obey simple instructions
2: from authorities? Yeah, Those two examples you cited, the Internet is... Chock a block with that sort of thing. Yeah. It just—it's happening thousands of times every day. That's what our police are dealing with.
5: There are guys. Uh, I'm sure you've seen them, Kenny, on Twitter or X, I guess, uh, who basically put out training videos how to ignore police when they stop you.
2: Oh, those videos make me so angry. Oh, Yeah, yeah.
5: it's impossible yep. to watch without
2: being yep. angry. Yep. I saw a
0: funny one. What did? The, what was it? I can't think of it. Oh, C- cop says. Uh, What's your name? She says, Frida. Frida what? Frida, go. So she says, thank you, it takes off.
3: <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Frida, go.
0: <laughs> but then I saw another one. Uh, honest to God, I, I'm loath to mention these things, but my God, as Kenny said and John said, they're all over the interwebs. It was a black teacher in a high school situation oh, yeah. and a black student endlessly in the front of the room, defying any authority whatsoever, kept calling the teacher the N-word. And the teacher took it and took it and took it. And the most disappointing part of the video was that all the other kids were doing it was filming and, and guffawing. They weren't, none of them were compelled to display any humanity or civility at all. And it went on and on mm. and on. And when did you know it was going to go down? Uh, I, well, when the teacher finally approached the guy and just decked him. No, you knew it was about
4: to go down when the teacher took off his glasses. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, so the situation was resolved, and then I suppose the teacher got fired, right? Well, I was just going to say I
0: don't know what happened to the teacher. But uh, I don't envy these teachers if that's what they're putting nope. up with.
2: It, it says a lot about where we're at as a society just on the behavior of the rest of the students, that they would just sit there passively and either laugh or tape it or not do anything that's at exactly all.
0: exactly what they did. Yeah, they laughed and taped it.
2: Yeah, it's it says a lot about and where that, we're at. And then
0: when the when the teacher finally reacted, all you got was a bunch of cheering and ooing and eyeing. Yeah, eyeing, oohing, and eyeing. Oh, yeah. yeah. mm.
4: But I think that that's an indication of of also where we're at. There's just so many people out there who are unwilling to get involved because they're afraid of
0: retribution. What's coming? Oh, what's coming? What do you um,
2: Reckoning. reckoning No, it's here. It's here. So, yesterday, the reckoning.
0: The reckoning would would uh, imply a change, wouldn't it? Wouldn't the reckoning imply that we've had this? This cannot
2: continue. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: I. I don't think it's hyperbole to say. Doesn't make any difference where you live. It doesn't make any difference what your socioeconomic status is. It doesn't make any difference if you're an honest, tax-paying, God-fearing citizen. No one is safe from the decline of moral and ethical integrity. It's happening in every corner of every city. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, and then you have this foul criminal in Brainerd, took a piece of cookie so it's happening (laughs) everywhere
2: listen remember yesterday we talked about the trans athlete a, a guy that had trans trans to a girl and he had a beard and he was in high school and uh he what did he do he he threw. He th- he would in the
0: act of wrestling for the ball. He just inevitably was throwing all the other girls to the right.
2: to the floor and causing injuries. Right. Yeah. And this, of course, inspired rage with me. And I was wondering why uh, nobody went out there and punched this guy. Why a teacher or a student or a parent went out there? I got a. Email from uh, our guy Bob in Alexandria. I totally agree with the bearded basketball baboon. He needed a good ass kicking. Then I thought about my love for guns and or the repercussions of a violent offense that would have For sure been recorded. Then I thought about fighting injustice like the idiots stopping traffic by sitting on 35W. The parents should have just done a sit-in and refused to get off the court. That's a good point. The parents should have gone out there, sat down, and stopped the whole thing from uh, happening. The ref should have also ejected him for a flagrant foul. It's really sad. And Bob makes a good point. The parents should have just gone down there and done one of those ridiculous sit-ins. And made the whole thing stop, nonviolent. I I, I cannot contest that. I I agree. Yep. Somebody's got to
5: step in. The game did stop, but only because the team, the team, with the forfeited females the game. said, "Hey, you know what? We're, we don't want any more people hurt." We're, we're yeah, gonna,
3: it, it we're shouldn't
2: have come it. to that. It shouldn't have nope, come to that. Not at all.
0: Hail the flashlight king! Hail, Hail you. you! I previously I previously sent you. My income tax documents for the township trustee position I currently hold at the outrageous salary of $25 a year. This is Chuck in Alabama. He's uh, referencing the, uh, the corrupt mayor of Dalton, uh, Illinois, who's been stealing the taxpayers blind, however, allegedly. Today, I listened to you stumble upon the salaries of the school board members that dwell in the land of the tall buildings. Well, I also previously served as a school board member for around 10 years while the kids I used to have were in the local public school. I will not be providing my tax documents because I made exactly zero for those years. Hmm. Out here where the tall buildings happen to be grain elevators, the people that I served with did so because it was important to our small towns that we hold on to local control of our most important resources against the pressures of the mystery. No one ever expected to be paid and no one stayed too long. Seems to me that you folks in the big city are begging the mystery to take control of those important resources by paying handsomely for Mysterians or worse to bring their ideas to reality. Essentially, public resources, your money, are being used to provide well-paying jobs for activists that otherwise could not make a living peddling their BS. Crusty and tight-fisted board was intent on keeping track of every one of those tax dollars. There is an enormous difference in the outcomes. Good luck, Chuck, in Alabama. Isn't that splendid? That's a piece of America that's
2: gone. Mm-hmm. But that—did you get the email I sent you from our friend?
0: Yes. Uh, do I have that here? You the, may read it.
2: The, um, just listen to you guys and your clip on Minnesota, Minneapolis school board members' salaries. Way back when, a couple of friends were on the local small-town school board. The members did not take a salary. Also, for several years, the teachers did not take a raise. The district barely had enough money to buy toilet paper. Then, the state stepped in and said they had to take a salary and the teachers had to accept a raise. Small-town schools could be very efficient if the state government wasn't involved.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what it's like in Sioux Falls, but they, uh, they are telling us that it's extraordinarily better in Sioux Falls, particularly if you're thinking about relocating. You take a look around at what's happening in Minnesota and you might think, you know what, I've got a growing business here. I really like it. I want to grow it. But I'm not sure if Minnesota is the best place. You might want to take a look at Sioux Falls. They have available buildings, build-ready sites, get your company up and running fast. And you can make some money in Sioux Falls because uh, they don't have the tax situation that we do. Uh, These companies that have moved there are are already enjoying shorter commutes, safer streets, quality of life excellence, join them and discover that they have productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, fewer taxes, and higher profits, which is what capitalism is all about. But we're surrounded by people attempting to undo capitalism, not in Sioux Falls. Maybe 2024 is the time to make your move. Find out all the information you need at Sioux Falls That's one word, Sioux Falls Hey,
5: everybody, it's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress free this spring with Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You can get their fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite? The jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. And use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50. At factormeals.com slash garage logic 50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while well, your subscription is active. Not
2: a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. You know,
5: you kind of remind
2: me of Joe, especially today. One of those snobs that lives over in Great Britain that just poo poos everything American. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Tay Tay, football parties. you not like
4: happiness, Joe.
2: Matthews, what is parties. An <laughs> all American football hero. Half of of America's sweethearts. Yeah, I mean they're literally the the royalty of the United States of America. And you hate half. I gotta give her credit
4: when she slugged down that beer on the scoreboard. That was pretty cool. She can drink a beer. That was pretty cool. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com.
1: 67 seconds. No, 61. I have seven seconds of quality stuff. Two, three. It's the end of the world as (laughs) we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. I know Joe Suchere, and I know that if his air conditioning unit, his heating unit, or whatever, was making funny noises, he would want it looked at. Well, I'll tell you who to call garage logicians and Joe Suchere. It's Ray N. Welter Heating. Welterheating.com has certified technicians that serve the entire metro area and have been doing so for the last 120 years. That's four generations. That's certified techs that look at your heating unit, your cooling unit. If you want to wake up that AC, you might have to. If it's going to be warm all summer here, well, at some point, you got to turn it on to make sure it's ready. Tune-ups, uh, fixes, whatever the case may be. Welterheating.com can help you. If you go to that website and click on the blog, you might have your questions answered for free. Questions, comments, feedback, concerns? That's Ray N. Welter at Welterheating.com. 612 825 6867.
0: 612 825 6867. 6970.
1: To me, there's no greater example. How do I
0: say this? Go. There's no greater example of uh, our decline than uh, Minneapolis continuing to insist that the theft of Hyundai's and Kias is the fault of the car. That's uh, that's stupid. Uh, that if you would have told me that, you know, back when I was in high school or college, I, I, it would have been unthinkable, un- unthinkable mm-hmm. to. To think we would come to that, and the Minneapolis City Council wants Hyundai's and Kia's recalled. They
3: want them taken off the
1: street. Have. How much power do they really think they Was have? Was this
0: before, or
4: after the ceasefire discussion? Yeah, right. they have the recall discussion. This is after the ceasefire right. discussion. Okay, good, good.
0: But to, because they're, apparently they're too easy. Is it really easy? Think about it for a minute. First of all. Isn't it really a door problem and not an ignition problem? Are Hyundai and Kia no,
2: doors easier to break open? It, it's the ignition problem. Yeah.
0: yeah, but it's still, you have to dismantle the steering column and then mm. get in there with whatever wiring system you need. I, haven't, I don't know how to do it. My Dis- point is, yeah. it's not the car's fault.
2: Oh, and it goes beyond that. But by dismantling, they just break it open. It's just that plastic shroud thing. And then they just jam a thing in there and break it, and away we go. What's really interesting in this article, and I didn't realize this, the theft, it's a problem for all Kia and Hyundai owners because these criminals are idiots. And so they'll break into cars that have fixed this already, And they go through all the motions, and then they can't get it started. Mm -hmm. And so then the owner is left there with a broken steering column and a broken window.
0: But why is it that much harder to steal a a Lincoln MKX? Hmm. You still have to break in. You still have to wreck the steering column. Then you expose the ignition components you, what? What? Why are they different? What? That would be just as difficult, or just what's, as easy. What's the power plant in the MKX? I suppose it's a six cylinder. I don't know. Oh. In twenty twenty three in Minneapolis, there were four thousand five hundred and twenty thefts involving Kia or Hyundai.
3: Hmm.
0: In Saint Paul, six hundred and ninety four thefts. So, four times six is 24. Four times as many. Four times. Six. No. Nope. Eight
2: Let's times. Six. Math. Eight Here times as many. Right?
0: Uh-huh. Eight times.
2: <laughs> no, 16. No, no. four. Oh, oh my God. No, 32. <laughs> 64. Copy. I, I was wondering. Like.
0: It's such an ab- abandonment of even. The expectation of personal responsibility—that it, it's hard—I can't, I can't identify with this thinking. I can't identify with these elected people.
1: Thank
0: you. Uh, coming to the conclusion that the behavior is not the problem; it's the car. I can't. I've, I can't get there. But, I can't get. But why there. are they
1: wasting? Why are they wasting their time? Because they know they can't call for a Minneapolis recall. That's that's not doable. So why waste time on it?
2: I don't know. You mean a politician might be purely doing this? To and you? here's yeah. Hold. here's what's disappointing about that, Matthew. Uh, this Elliot Payne nut job from Ward One is the one that uh, slapped this all together, and every single one of the council members signed on, even our gal in in the fourth, Latricia. They all signed on. They all think it's a good idea. Gosh. Not one of them has the common sense to say what we've been saying. And you know what else I find disappointing? I went to the old Google. Steering wheel locks start at $25. And that's a visual deterrent. You walk up to a car, you see the steering wheel locked, you move on.
0: And in... And in attempting to shift blame for theft to the person who made the item that gets stolen, how are they going to account for these thefts have been involved with five homicides, 13 shootings, 36 robberies,
2: and 265 crashes? Good point. Good what, point.
0: What, what about
2: that stuff? So now are the, are the deaths and the shootings, are they the fault of the automobile too? No, uh, they would be the fault of the gun if that was well, involved.
0: In our oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yes. You know, the other problem, the other problem <laughs> that these kids really don't know how to drive. 200, yeah. 265 crashes is outrageous. They yeah. don't have a dad at home who set up the two garbage barrels. Yep. Uh, 50 feet apart, and teaching the kid to parallel park and then get in the car with them and drive around right. the block. Oh, right. That isn't
1: happening. You have, the, they fight, have no, the obligatory
0: fight.
2: They have no concept about body roll or pushing in corners or front-wheel drive versus... They have no concept. So they're just driving them around like they're slot cars, and then they crash.
0: It's kind of shocking. Minneapolis City Council President Elliot Payne said Wednesday... Payne is the lead sponsor of a resolution signed by all 13 city council members that was approved yesterday. The resolution calls on the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to initiate a national recall of Kia and Hyundai vehicles not equipped with the technology to prevent theft. And Mayor Fry is expected to sign it. Last year, Fry and Melvin Carter in Saint Paul and, and Attorney General Keith Ellison called on the two automakers to voluntarily recall the roughly four million vehicles that are vulnerable because they weren't made with immobilizers that would render them undrivable without a key. Their thinking is so narrow, the council is so it's so Jake. stunted. Jake. Because uh oh, Everybody can always figure out a way to steal something. Yep. So so now you're going to recall all the Hyundais and Kias in, uh, with the presumption that that's going to make them theft-proof. Well, what if another way
2: is discovered to steal the
1: car? Then there what are you there will do? be another way.
2: Then what are you going to
0: do? This
1: is what the criminals do.
2: Imagine the incredible cost associated with the recall. And then think about Who's going to bear the burden of that cost in the future? Not the car Elliot buyers. Payne. No, the car buyers, the people that have to buy them. So now your affordable car just went up a couple thousand dollars. Uh,
0: Payne, who apparently is an automotive engineer... Uh, on the side <laughs> <laughs> believes that, believe that this is a failure of engineering design.
1: Wow. <laughs> could it be written any better?
0: Car manufacturers, because it's, aside from the mandate to drive an EV, are not necessarily government entities. They uh, They have rooms full of people who... Try to keep the cost down. For example, in all Porsches, do you know why the key is on the left side of the dashboard, on the left side of the steering wheel? Because that's the side of the street you drive on. No. Oh. It's because at the very beginning, it saved Porsche that much money in wire to run it across to the other side really? of the steering wheel. Yes. Wow. They're constantly thinking these things. So, so what really what what Payne wants to do, and the other thirteen, it, this is tantamount to them blaming the engineers for discovering a cost-cutting measure. The right. engineers, uh, which which hmm. would never occur to a civil human being to even wonder about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't come into your consciousness, I'm buying a Kia because it's easy to steal. That doesn't come into your consciousness. I'm buying a Kia because it's at a price point that I can afford or a Hyundai that I can afford. And one of the reasons, presumably, it's going to amount to $0.25 cents or something, but you know, multiply $0.25 cents by however many millions of cars Hyundai and Kia sell a year. So right. it's going to come down to... Uh, yeah. The engineers figured out a way to save thirty-two cents on each car, and as you, what's your problem? Nothing. As you, as you play that out over time and multiply it, it's a great reason why Hyundai's and Kias might be more affordable than another brand you happen to be looking at. But so what we have is the city council condemning engineering for adhering to capitalism, basically. Well, we have to design cars that can't be stolen.
2: Capitalism is evil, as you know.
1: I looked it up uh, on the Porsche. The reason it's on the left-hand side of the steering column is the guy was (laughs) left-handed. The original owner, I believe. Right. So So, to save the wire.
0: Why don't you look it up for real and see what they say? Because that's just Pointless information. No, it isn't pointless information, you idiot.
1: (laughs) All right. I looked up pointless information. You know, if
0: John Candy was a Porsche engineer,
2: you would have known all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Why? So you remember we went through this a year or so ago, right? And Ellison actually lost launched an investigation into the company's to determine if they violated Minnesota's consumer protection and public um, nuisance laws. He wanted them to say that this was a safety issue. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the manufacturers told him to, you know, take a flying leap.
4: I got it. This is from wheelsguru.com. I'm unfamiliar, but maybe you know of the site. As the start flag would be waved, the drivers had to jump in their cars and start them to race through the tracks. The Porsche engineers later on realized that changing the location of the ignition to the left would save time as compared to that required for the traditional car start
1: in the Le Mans
0: race. I also read that it had to do with the amount of wire required to manufacture, you know, 10,000 cars. Some
1: good reading there, huh? Yeah. The ignition switch on the left allowed a Porsche driver to start the car while shifting into gear and steering off. Oh, there you go. Sure. Okay. I mean, really, how much time are we talking? It's not like you stop and eat lunch. Oh, it's, no, it's critical. You have
0: no, you no don't, idea. Don't. I, I mean, hey, you don't. I, I drove. you I don't went, even change the oil in around, your car. I went
4: around. I was in Elkway. So, the, the racing Elkway. aspect of that <laughs> Elkway. Elkway.
0: was Elkway. It's a new track, it's a brand new track. I drove the track at Elkhart
2: Lake. Dirt track? No. Okay, now you're just hurting my feelings
0: too. Okay. So, is the racing? <laughs> well, they com- wouldn't let us go over 50 miles an hour. Is the okay, racing component of better. that? Does that make any sense? Yes, it makes a great deal of sense. I I am under the impression that I did read about wire. It's maybe it was a Peter Egan column or something,
1: but I read oh, about wire years ago. Yes. Also on the left uh, side of the steering column. The ignition key is there to uh, save on wiring and money and <laughs> not stuff. N-
2: not to be tedious here, Joe. Are we talking <laughs> le- left-hand drive or right-hand drive? Left-hand drive.
0: What's the difference? Never mind. It,
1: All <laughs> this <laughs> information. We
0: kind
5: of drove off the road the there. Larger the, metaphor. Is,
0: <laughs> the larger point is... Auto manufacturers, given, given that we've elected the wrong people all over the country, automobile manufacturers will be expected from here on out to manufacture cars that can't be stolen. Ferdinand Porsche was born in
4: 1875. He died in Germany in 1951. No word on whether he was left-handed. Got it. You see, Ferdinand, Volkswagen, Marcus. Hitler's car.
0: No, it was the people's car. Yeah,
2: Hitler.
1: <laughs> I apologize to the GLers. people of Garage Logic for my uh, if you were offended. The conversation. I can't not seem
0: to proper attire keep any of this under control, and I I apologize. Things yeah. like that happened. Thank you. Hello, Joe. Hi. How
2: are you doing, Joe?
0: Lisa the Uper. Yep. Upper Peninsula. That's right. All registered voters in, is it Gogebic?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Gogebic.
0: Gogebic County received an application for absentee voting for the last presidential election. I have a friend who received three applications. <laughs> One for him. Nice one for his brother who was dead for 15 years, Mm. and one for his wife who was a resident in a nursing home in neighboring Wisconsin and has been for a couple of years. My friend is as honest as the day is long, but not everybody is, dot, dot, dot. I like to vote in person on Election Day. I love that tradition. We do have to show ID at our polling places, always pushing back. Youper Lisa. I got a great email today, today from a guy named Dan McGrath, who I have heard from previously. I did not know he was a savant of the election process. Okay. I did his, not know he was. main deal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we're going to have him as a guest. And right off the bat, we can correct one thing. John, you don't need an ID. You to do vote not Minnesota. need an ID.
5: Dan and I traded some emails after that email, and uh, you do not need an ID oh, to vote <laughs> in Minnesota. So Dan FYI,
4: Mr. Well, FYI? Dan,
5: Dan is, uh, when you, the email is very long and in-depth and explains many things about elections. He's written books about this. He's it, been an advisor oh. for... And I,
1: yeah. Was he, was he me, nice? Yes, let me read oh, you was his crazy, first yeah. paragraph. Is it, is it, was it Dan McGrath?
3: Yes.
0: What yeah. time are you playing? That's, that happened, uh, I have a friend named Dan McGrath and he emailed me and I said, what time are we playing? And this Dan McGrath <laughs> called back and said, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it, you know, there could be two Dan McGraths. This is the voting well, line. I think that's well, the even more
5: of- ironic, Joe, as we talked about earlier, when you read this Dan McGrath's email, he says he was involved in a court case against your Dan McGrath. Right. So it was right. Dan so, McGrath whoa. v. Dan McGrath.
2: I just want to establish one thing before we go any further. Further or farther, I don't care. Uh, I Dan McGrath, in his email to you, John, wasn't condescending in any manner
5: I'm trying of to read it if you'd shut yeah, up. Yeah, and then I'll tell you the follow-up because Joe didn't God. receive the follow-up. But uh,
0: Dear Mayor, esteemed counselors and aldermen, for the love of God, please just talk <laughs> to... Pr- Please just stop talking about our election systems. Every time you do, I end up screaming at my speakers because of the gross information you guys spread. John is beyond doubt the worst offender. And I'll give you, my dear fireworks commissioner, some credit for trying. But none of you know what the bleep you're talking about. (laughs) It's always more painful for me to listen to than when you're attempting math on the air. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And then he goes on to list his credentials, which are splendid. Yes, He was employed by Minnesota Majority. Research I led into our election system resulted in the discovery of and prosecution of ineligible voters. My work on voter fraud led to numerous criminal convictions. There is no higher standard proof that I can think of my work was featured in the lead chapter of hans von spakovsky voting section justice department attorney and heritage foundation fellow john funn's wall street journal book who's counting it was the showcase feature in eric sean's hour-long fox news documentary stealing your vote on and on and on the guy's written his own book about election fraud and uh, Dan, I haven't contacted you yet, but please anticipate that I will. And I would love to have you come in. And one of the things I want to know from, from this election expert is, has it been, have we fixed something that wasn't broken? Mm-mm. That's what I want to know. Okay. Because I maintain that uh, the election process has become confusing and you can't get the results you want without confusion.
5: I think, and Dan talked about this in one of the later emails to me. He'll probably, if he comes on the show, talk about this. He said they just keep adding layers of this thing, the same thing. Well, maybe we're even maybe, we're even. maybe
0: we're even going to convert you, John, because. Well,
5: I, on this subject, I think I'm converted. I, I, there's other parts of the election process I'm not, though. Yeah. And as Dan and I talked well, about in emails. Yeah. Well, let's not. Let's
2: have them on right away. Let, let's have them on next week. Well, I'm going to get a hold of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, right away. I,
5: uh, I did, in speaking for you guys, the first line to my first email to him was, if you think elections are the only thing we talk about that we don't know anything about, you're obviously not listening to the show. So Could write another book. (laughs) I think it would be fun to have both
1: Dan's on at the same time. And you say, well, Dan, what do you think? And then they both start talking and they don't.
2: don't One could talk about Joe's awful backswing. Right. May we take a
4: uh, timeout and bring back John Hype? We can, but I want to mention my friends at North American Banking Company. In fact, I was just on the phone with Mike uh, last night. He's the greatest, and here's why you should move your family's banking needs to North American Banking Company and ditch that big national bank. You get a personalized conversation from somebody. Yeah, that's not going to happen with your big national banks. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated. When they first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker. and and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, well, that has not. And I have first-hand experience of that, and that's why I'm so glad that I made the switch to North American Banking Company. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. And don't worry, they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And I did mention and they're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means for you business owners, loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So it helps you solve problems quickly and expand your business with confidence. They deal with numbers every single day, but you are never one of them. So check them out online today. NABankCo.com to learn more. That's NABankCo.com to learn more. It's banking done differently. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Let's mention the Frontline Foundation here for a moment. I know we've been doing a great job, and thanks to all of you GLers. Gentlemen, we've raised a lot of money for the Frontline Foundation, and we want to thank everybody for going to garagelogic.com and placing their donation. Uh, we've heard from a lot of GLers both via email and through social media, so we just personally wanted to thank you all for doing that. Well, These are two bu-
0: guys were cut down at the age of 27. The other guy was 40. They all left mouths to feed. I, I don't know how they what their family financial structure was, but that's neither here nor there. This is an example of where they need some help. Exactly.
1: And getting over the loss of those again, life just keeps going on. You still need to pay the electric bill. You still need to pay the mortgage. Um I, I just I think this is a great way for us as GLers to just chip in. Chip in for the whole club's gotta chip in.
2: And they've exhausted their coffers, so what we want to do is refill those coffers. And uh, I'm just throwing it down right now. I'm I'm placing a limit. We at least have to raise five thousand. At the very very least, we need to raise uh, five grand. What are we, just over a thousand right now, Chris?
4: Where do yes. you, Something where like do you that? send the money? 1,300, you, I think. You go to GarageLogic.com. You can't miss the big giant banner ad that's on the homepage is right there. An there.
0: address, seriously, to send a check? There might be,
4: but you you can easily donate online by going to garagelogic.com. Well, like, how do you hear that? With
0: a card? Yeah, I don't like that. I Sooch, want to send him a check. No,
2: Such, here's what we want. We want you and everybody else to make an effort. It's making the effort is a bigger deal than the money. We know that. Just please make the effort.
0: Well, what if it confuses yeah, me? It Come on, right Joe. Here. Oh, no, it's super you can do easy it. to do. Is there an address, Matt?
1: There is not an address. What about
0: if I wrote a check and walked it? To, I, I have this advantage over the public. And walked it down to Ross. Would that work? Yes. All right. That probably do work. Uh, Once again,
4: garagelogic.com. Click on that banner ad and help us help uh, all of the good people that are doing the Lord's work. That's for sure. Garagelogic.com. And you have until this coming Sunday to
0: make your donation. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe sushi Hey
1: Katie, bring me some more grapes. I'm gonna
2: have to do a short here. I <laughs> whistling sound. Rub oil on me too while you're.
1: Oh my God! Katie, how are you
4: whistling while we're driving? Here's John Height. Here's Kenny Olson. I'm sorry. Too, uh...
2: <laughs> so, our uh, GL or Jason right, uh, wrote uh, wrote us wrote it us uh, earlier this week. Yeah. <laughs> He had a 2014 Ford Explorer, uh, almost undrivable at 170,000 miles because it would shake on acceleration. So Jason replaced all the plugs, the coils, did all that to no avail. So he thought, maybe, just maybe, it might be the transmission. Dumped in two cans of Seafoam Trans Tune and Viola. It drives like brand new, truly unbelievable. I even have a Ford Explorer story. Back in the 90s, I had two explorers, and four transmissions. I wish I would have known about Seafoam uh, Trans-Tune. It's a miracle drug for your ride, like everything else from uh, Trans-Tune. You can also use it in your power steering if uh, the power steering is hanging up or acting sticky. The trans the Deep Creep top engine cleaner, the uh, engine treatment, it's all available for purchase almost everywhere a local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Here's John Haidt.
5: Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, New info now on the murder of those first responders in Burnsville last weekend. According to a news release yesterday from the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, officers first responded at 2 a.m. Gooden at the time refused to leave the house, insisted he was unarmed. Well, police entered the house, negotiated with him for about three and a half hours to try and get him to surrender peacefully. However, just before 5.30 in the morning, he started shooting without any warning, according to the BCA. Mm-hmm. A search warrant indicated Gooden retreated into a bedroom, barricaded himself inside before opening fire. Three, Yes, sir? Well, I was going to wait till you're done. Oh, okay. Uh, three police officers who were shot during the encounter. Uh, encounter. Two died. One was injured. Uh, another... Uh, First responder, firefighter, paramedic was shot while giving aid to the wounded officers. The three men died of their injuries. The officer who was uh, injured uh, was taken to a hospital and released on Monday. Gooden continued shooting at emergency personnel. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video of them pulling away this armored vehicle. Mm-hmm. The thing was shot to pieces. Yeah, basic. I saw that. It was, Looks like Donnie
0: yeah. and Clyde's Ford.
5: Exactly. Yeah. The BCA said Officer Javier Jimenez did fire a sniper rifle at Gooden while he was shooting from the second floor window. Eventually, Gooden turned the rifle on himself. He was found dead when officers went inside. Investigators say Gooden fired more than 100 rounds during the encounter. Several guns and a stockpile of ammunition were found at the crime scene.
0: Is it unreasonable to say that these coppers made a critical mistake in believing this? guy in other words they went in the house and and apparently the guy's yelling at them i don't have any weapons or something and they they believed that i'm not gonna say they made an error well i'm not condemning them for making an error i'm saying that was that was an error to believe that apparently because they then talked for three hours yeah before this idiot started shooting but yeah. So what? I mean, what? I'm serious. What lesson do coppers have to learn from this? You, you I guess, you can't believe what you're hearing from the guy. You're responding to a horrible well, domestic abuse call. These
4: cops were smart enough to realize the type of person they were dealing with, based upon history.
1: Well, well and then negoc- well, in negotiating well, for that many hours.
2: Yes, they were.
1: Well, how? Negotiating for that many hours, though, and then...
2: We as civilians shouldn't be speculating on what they did or didn't do. We We just don't have any frame of reference whatsoever. We don't know what it's like. The only thing we know is these domestic violence calls are by far the most dangerous calls that police have to
5: respond to.
0: Then I'll leave it at this. They were lied to.
5: Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, well, right. Plus, the seven kids in the building, I'm sure, came into the whole equation of what was going on, too, as yep. far as negotiating, et cetera. Yeah. So
0: and maybe they thought we better be in there for the sake of the seven kids. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that being said, I just donated online. It's super easy to do. Would you give them five bucks? I gave them 50. All right.
2: Yeah. Anything. Doesn't matter. Five bucks, 50. 500. Somebody else just gave
1: 50. Somebody just gave 500. Somebody anonymous just gave 500 bucks. So we're up to $2,000.
5: A judge has blocked a request by Hennepin County prosecutors to temporarily restrict public access to motions filed in the criminal case against Minnesota State Trooper Ryan Londrigan. Londrigan faces charges of second degree murder, second degree manslaughter, and first degree assault in connection with the shooting death of Ricky Cobb II during a traffic stop on I 94 last summer. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty's office had argued there was an interest in a protective order restricting access to certain documents, particularly motions and attached evidentiary exhibits due to concerns that uh, pre-trial publicity could influence a jury trial. Prosecutors requested a two-day review period before making those files public. Uh, Judge Tamar- uh, Tamara Garcia denied the motion, calling it premature and over broad. Christopher Medell, an attorney representing Londegren, says the defense team is grateful for the court's orders. Our friends at Five Eyewitness News did reach out to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office for comment and still hasn't gotten a response. Metro Transit introduced its new team of agents with the Rider Investment Program (laughs) yesterday. Transit Rider Investment Programs, otherwise called TRIP, Agents will work to build a stronger official presence on transit in addition to on transit, excuse me, in addition to inspecting fares and issuing citations for not paying. Metro Transit says the introduction of trip agents brings a more official presence to the transit system, as agents can help transit customers and answer questions. Before, only sworn officers could issue citations for not paying, but Thanks to a new state law, trip agents can ask riders for proof of a payment, and if you don't have it, you'll face a $35 fine. Joining the trip agents are police, community service officers, supplemental security at seven busy stops, and a group to address homelessness and mental health. And if these
0: idiots install turnstiles and a means by which you cannot get on the train without a paid-for ticket. End of story.
2: So, John, am I to assume that all of these trip agents will be accompanied by an armed officer?
5: It doesn't say all. It just says there'll be officers on the.
2: Because what's going to stop? And my question being then what's going to stop the bad guy from just simply slapping this guy or, you know. Yep.
5: Good, right. question. Hmm. Yeah. Good question. Uh, you, oh, you'll probably
4: have to do your drugs in a separate car then from where the trip agent would be, Kenny. Yeah,
1: it's like the, um, like the train has the, uh, the Listen, dining cars. Listen, you car. idiots,
2: have you ever tried walking or running and smoking meth at the same time? That's pretty It's tough. almost impossible. Only right?
5: the best can do it right. <laughs> interesting story in the Star Tribune today. A tiny Canadian company is hoping Minnesota's iron range could be the next source of a globally sought-after element, helium. Huh. Far, far from simply giving lift to balloons, the gas has become an essential ingredient in space exploration, semiconductor chip manufacturing, and some medical imaging. And funny Marge-
0: voices. I guess well, I didn't know what helium was. Is it mined as a liquid? I
2: don't know. It turns it's into mind- a liquid at super low temperatures. If you yeah. would have read the article, you would have known that. I did, what?
0: and uh, I, I thought it. I thought you
2: mine it as a liquid. According to our geologist, Stacy Her lab analyzed that first helium sample in 2011.
5: Yeah, that's what the story says. Large pockets are rare, but by chance, drillers looking for platinum and palladium stumbled on white be a major reservoir locked in more than 1,700 feet of underground near Babbitt, Minnesota. As Kenny said, that discovery in 2011 made the region part of a global hunt for the gas, which is becoming more expensive as U.S. supplies dwindle. The British helium-based company Pulsar Helium started its own drilling in the same area this month in an effort to see if the chance finding can turn into a viable business. Tom Abraham James, Pulsar's CEO, said we came in and thought, well, that looks magnificent. Helium, the buoyant and inert gas, has some qualities that make it uniquely useful. It's a liquid. At incredibly low temperatures allowing it to super cool magnets in mri machines <laughs> according to the radiological society of north america it aids manufacturing of those semiconductor right. chips it's also a critical component of space exploration keeping cooled liquid fuels and hot gases separate inside a rocket as with in Maine. unusual situations
6: You don't always get what you expect. Morgan
1: Freeman. As can with re- any gas whose density differs <laughs> from that of air, inhaling a small volume of helium temporarily changes the timber and quality of the human voice. Did
2: all the miners come out of there talking funny, I wonder?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I,
2: I think they can just mine it by uh, putting wells in, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Stacy. Right. Just may maybe a I, big balloon. I'm going to read you an interesting
0: email. It's along these lines. Okay. From David Rand. Imagine we lived in a world where all cars were EVs. Everything's EV. <laughs> trucks, cars, everything. And then along comes a new invention called the internal combustion engine. Think how well they would sell a vehicle half the weight, half the price, that will almost quarter the damage done to the road a vehicle that can be refueled in one-tenth of the time and has a range of up to four times the distance in all weather conditions. It does not rely on the environmentally damaging use of non-renewable rare-earth elements to power it and uses far less steel and other materials. Just think how excited people would be for such technology. It would sell like hotcakes. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Ain't that the truth?
2: Is is that the end of it? Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to end with, because that's what really happened. We I, EVs go way, <laughs> way back, and they decided that they gasoline... Yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened uh, at the beginning. The manufacturer yeah. said, I can't make any money selling this electric buggy.
2: Gasoline was better than both steam uh, uh, and yeah. electricity.
0: This yeah, just think about helium. <laughs> Darling, my love for you is everlasting.
2: Are my true soulmate. So Stacy <laughs> says the plan is to put in a well.
5: Put uh, in a well?
2: Yep, you it's just it. so oh. there's no digging involved. Yep.
5: Okay. In uh, national and international news, uh, well, let's start with the. Uh, goat show we call the presidential election, shall we? Some backers of President Biden are worried about news that he's been using note cards, not just in public affairs, but also closed-door fundraisers, (laughs) calling on pre-screened donors then (laughs) consulting his notes to provide detailed answers. What about the boudoir?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now.
5: Oh, (laughs) yikes. The (laughs) staged Q&A sessions have left some donors wondering whether Biden can withstand the rigors of a presidential campaign. No, he can't. Now, it's not unusual for uh, presidents. In fact, most recent presidents—George H.W., George W., Barack Obama, and Donald Trump—have all carried crib notes or used teleprompters when they're at public events and meetings. But it's unusual, needless to say, for uh, somebody to use them in private events. <laughs> so, um, so ch- how man. do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade
0: Russia? <gasps> wow. 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 Well, it's, just a, that, that's a little, it's
4: a mix up. You it's just a mix up. It took me a minute up. to see the problem there. But now so like, I
0: told the boss today uh, at home that I was thinking of just, I'm seriously thinking of not voting. And I got quite a tongue lashing. Oh, did you? Okay, you
2: yeah. How'd that feel? Oh, I'm used to it. <laughs> Speaking of the. Uh, um, I, know. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, I have a question for John. So you're yes. saying Trump used um, index cards or cheater cards? Do you suppose he had written down on one of those cards, your wife is a mutt? Have you ever seen this guy's <laughs> wife? <laughs> and all those other insults that he throws out. The problem <laughs> is, for, did, it, for did every he have a card? He he said had? the last
0: time he I saw was. a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> did he have those kind of things written down? <laughs> the problem is, he had 10 cards with him. Yeah. Yeah. Between every card, he'd do the equivalent of about three more cards. Bet <laughs> you were something, it. baby, when the Beatles were hot. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he uh, he wow. did have some
4: pretty funny uh, lo- the the clip of the president and uh, Nancy Pelosi shuffling along oh, the carpet. Who does that? But did you see what the pre- a nursing home? But Trump put that video up that was it was fake. But it was still. No, I know it was fake. Funny. But it
0: was a funny. Yeah. It's it's Biden and Pelosi walking across an airport uh, 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 a runway. I'm Joe Biden. How are you? I'm yeah, president I was going to say.
5: And you're talking about walking someone. across <laughs> a
0: tarmac at the airport, and right. there's music in the background and. It was, you know, something like visit shady rest, work home. It, you know, it's just wonderful. He doesn't
2: have any, but he's just a few years
5: behind. I he, know. He's not that well, young. I was just going to say, did you see his speech last night? Thankfully, no. Oh. Yeah. You, trust me, you don't want to. Was it funny? Was it at CPAC? No, it, he was, he looked really tired and was slurring around like just and making no sense through some of the sentences. It was just, it was, it was sad, really. Despite the fact that he's not
0: necessarily a full human, uh, wouldn't it be true that... How long can you last with this kind of pressure on you. Oh, right. Uh, you know, you're right. you're, that you're wanted in every state in the union. There's not a court that wouldn't have you. you got about 15 trials you're facing. You've just lost every penny you ever had, and you never had much to begin with. It's all been a shell game. And now you're supposed to be paying people $345 million here and $300
2: million there. How can the guy even live? What is it like to be that much of a narcissist? Oh, God. I, I can't even comprehend that. It's got to be
1: wearing
6: Happy that. birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. These are the good days. Happy birthday, dear Val. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, speaking of Donald Trump's money situation. Yes, uh, sir. January, apparently not a good month. He raised $8.8 bucks, spent almost $12 million. His only Republican opponent, by contrast, raised twice that much during the time, Nikki Haley, over $16 million. Now, those numbers do not include money raised by the Trump-Associated Political Action Committee or the Republican National Committee. The problem with that is most of the money raised by those PACs, including his Save America PAC have gone to pay for the uh, president's, as you said, Joe, mounting legal bills. Don't you,
0: Trumpers, realize when you cut this psychopath a check that he's spending it on himself? Right. Don't you You, realize that? You have to shoes?
2: a televised debate between those two with no moderator... Would be the funniest thing you've ever seen on TV. It might have oh bigger God.
4: ratings than the Super Bowl. Oh my, oh my God, God! It would, would just wonderful. be so
2: hilarious. It, it, oh wow! I can't even imagine a private landing. And they're not
0: allowed the f- any help getting on or off the
2: stage. No. And you know what? Make it pay per view. Yeah. I will buy it. I I'll will go to abs- a theater. I'll go I'll to a pay, theater. I'll absolutely no. pay to see that. <laughs>
5: A Private Lander yesterday made the first U.S. touchdown on the moon in more than 50 years, but managed at first just a weak signal back to Earth until flight controllers gained better contact. Despite the spotty communication to start with, Intuitive Machines, the company that built and managed the craft, confirmed it landed upright but it didn't provide additional details, including whether the lander had reached its intended destination near the moon's south pole. By the end of the day, they did say data (laughs) finally was starting to stream in. Intuitive Machines also became the first private business to pull off a lunar landing, a feat achieved so far by them and five other companies you might remember last month. uh, U.S. company Astrobotic Technology gave it a shot last month, but uh, they didn't make it to the moon and they crashed back.
0: Did you Unproofed. see where the uh, Japanese successfully landed their craft on the moon upside down, so it's useless? It can't, can't take any anything? Yeah, can't do anything. shots in space, are they? Yeah.
2: I'm going to throw some truth at you. All of this, all of it, AI. None of this oh, happened. Yeah. It's all AI. I suppose the initial <laughs> moon landing was on a soundstage
5: in Arizona. Uh,
2: I think it was shot in Utah, was Utah, it not? Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. AT&T said the hours-long outage to its U.S. cell phone network yesterday appeared to be the result of a technical error. Sure. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so I know. I said, everybody here read that story, did the same thing you just did, didn't they? We all went, How yeah, come right.
0: my phone worked yesterday and those around me, a lot of them, their phones didn't work? Do you work. have AT&T? Yeah. Like, I believe it was a oh. Wi-Fi issue. Or
4: uh, if you were on the Wi-Fi, I believe you were it okay. It was a
0: coding issue, Chris. i it was a technical issue. everything was on the up and it's, up. I've got the answer
4: to know. this
2: one too. You want me to throw some more truth at AI. you? AI, okay,
5: no. China
2: doing a test run. I know who. I
5: thought that was a setup. Oh, China. 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 Doing the test just, run?
0: Remember when we just let their balloon take <laughs> its time going across the country? Yep. Yeah. Them's the
1: yep. yep. That, that was the good old days. I seen I seen that thing. I seen the balloon. Yeah.
2: That seen was it. a test run.
5: A uh, update on a story from yesterday, a black high school student's months-long punishment by his Texas school district for not changing his hairstyle does not violate a new state law that prohibits race-based hair discrimination, according to the judge. 18-year-old Daryl George is a junior and has not been in his regular classes at his Houston-area high school since August 31st because his school district, Barbers Hill, says he's violating its policy limiting the length of boys' hair. The district filed a lawsuit, saying George's long hair, which he wears in tied and twisted locks on top of his head, violates dress code because it would fall below his shirt, uh, his shirt collar, eyebrows, or earlobes if he let it down. And just a few hours of testimony in Texas, State District Judge Chap Kane III ruled in favor of the school district, saying its ongoing discipline of George over the length of his hair is legal under the Crown Act. Crown Act, which took effect in September, prohibits race-based hair discrimination and bars employers and schools from penalizing people because of hair texture or protective hairstyles.
0: John, thank you. I think we have to cut our show uh, show's attention and head down to Florida. Yes.
1: We certainly do need to do that. But during this month of love, I want to remind all of you garage logicians that you should, every six months to a year, get your carpet cleaned. This month is a pretty good month because they do have a great deal going at zero res. It's the Love Your Rug special in February, and what you're going to get here is a great value. You're going to get three rooms, zero resified, starting just $119, and they're going to throw in a free hallway and your air ducts. Take care of that right now. This month, take $75 off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. I sound like a recording, but they've been in my home. I trust them in yours. 17,000 Google reviews. Go check them out. 4.9 rating. That's amazing. And you know what? You're going to be stuck inside for the next couple months. So get. To zero res the love your rug special. You got to say it to get it. Call 952 ZEROREZ or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie love your rug special. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate business owners. Yes, your place needs to be nice and clean and zero resified. Your business can be zero resified by the pros at zero res. Spelled forward or backward, it's spelled the same ZEROREZ.
6: The Gophers inch closer to a bubble situation. Yeah, they still got some work to do to get to the bubble. But if they beat Nebraska on uh, Sunday, Sunday, I think, another one of those beloved... 5.30 5.30 Sunday games, uh, then you know, Nebraska's playing, uh, winning a lot of games. They're probably going to be a tournament team. And if the go beat them, then you can talk about it seriously. Mm-hmm. Is that of, game uh, here? A possibility. No. no, that's down there. Why a Sunday
0: 5.30 game? That is an odd Big start, Ten Network.
6: It? Jeez. Yeah, Big Ten Network. They played at home a couple of weeks ago on yep. Sunday at 5.30. That crowd last night, though, from a distance of Fort Myers, seemed very lively. And uh, it was a hell of a game. And that Elijah, uh, the, the, the point guard, played Fan Hawkins, played fantastic. Usually there's about a five-minute period during the game when I'm watching and I say, what the hell are you doing? There was none of that last night. He really played a great game. And so you uh, can get the Big Ten Network in Florida. Yes, but if they're on Peacock, I can't get them. I, they, see. I cannot get them on Peacock. And they've they have they've had, what, four or five games? But lately they've been uh, going on the Big Ten Network. And, and this kid from Cottage Grove, man, he is a beast. I hope those other programs around the country aren't writing out their NIL offers already to see him. But uh, somebody's going to have to come up with some money to keep him here next year. Man, he's... Uh, he's uh you know jess settles who used to play at iowa joe was the color was the analyst last night mm-hmm. and he was uh throwing back to when he had to play against courtney james and john thomason got mugged mm-hmm. and he kind of uh, he compared pharrell Payne to uh those two behemoths so they weren't so much strappingly tall but they would uh give you lots of bruises and uh Pharrell Payne is the same way, and he's benefited from the fact that the refs haven't been calling any touch fouls the last two games. He, when they blew the game to Iowa, he got fouled out on some cheap little fouls, and that probably cost him. I find
0: game. myself rooting for the coach. I don't know much about him. Yeah,
6: he's a good guy. Yeah, he's you yeah. know, he'd only been an assistant. Uh, assistant at uh, Xavier, basically, Patino fired him and uh, as an assistant, and he went to Xavier. And they did okay, but uh, he was uh, certainly not uh, high on the expected expected list. But uh, they uh, they gave him a shot and uh, didn't look too good for two years. But I think you know what I think after this year, he might get himself a little two year extension because mm-hmm. he's only got one year left on the original contract. So. Mm-hmm. Now oh, if he had be been Phil Flack, he'd keep saying, To keep my recruits, I have to uh, I have to keep getting that extension every year so they know I'm gonna be here. That's a little bit of a tough sell in the transfer portal era, era, but uh yeah, it was a good game. It was
0: fun. What's new with your ball club down there?
6: Well, we're about to play the fighting gophers. Uh Are you at the, the uh, park? Yeah, I'm at the park. I went I rose early today Mm -hmm. and uh, jumped in a car with Dave St. Peter and John Anderson at 6.30 Mm a.m. We went down to Naples to the Minnesota Breakfast Club where uh, John Anderson and and they had another carload, load. uh, and Perkins were in that one. And it was the twins. They have 12 programs on Friday mornings. During the season, Joe. Yeah, I went down for one of
0: those and spoke at it once.
6: Yeah, yeah, January, February, and March. And uh, they uh, they had a good crowd today, 250. And uh, they gave John a standing O, and uh, Perkins and Molly had some great things to say about him. And John almost got misty, not quite, but, uh, you know, this is his 43rd and last year, and I'm not 100% convinced that uh if he if he had the option he'd uh be back for a couple more but uh mm-hmm. anyway uh but i rode down with him and saint pete and uh and he uh he got the stories going on the way back that were pretty good some about some of the characters that he'd uh you know brent gates played with the twins and he became he played with the gophers too they turned him into a switch hitter and he became known as this kind of loose character for instance uh he left the game one day and left his family there. He forgot that the, uh, uh he, he, his family was there. And when he got home, he couldn't figure out where his family was. Don
3: was,
6: R- was a total was, Don Riley. Yeah, yeah. This was before the cell phone days, So, uh, he just sat there and wondered where they went. And, yeah. And apparently it eventually occurred to him, he left them at the Metrodome. But, uh, anyway, it was, and he, he had a couple others. He, uh, brent gates uh was uh icing his elbow one day his left elbow you know because uh and uh john had to point out to him he was right-handed so he didn't have to uh, uh <laughs> he, sure. threw, yep. he threw with his right hand so he didn't have to uh, ice his left elbow how are, how are you going to get back to the estate after the game I we're gonna get in the car. The uh, DA is uh, she's she decided to just lounge today, so no, I went home for a while. Oh,
0: I was gonna I say if home. you came right back to the ballpark, you're carless. Sure. Yeah.
6: No, no, no. I was I was back to the uh, the uh, neighborhood for about three hours, yeah. and then came back to start hacking. Leave it to Joe. Jodo-
1: Leave it to Joe to worry about the logistics of your personal right. transportation. Yeah, how you getting out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Patrick, yeah, I
4: do know good. a couple of town ball guys that did that, left the family at the ballpark. Unfortunately, they did it on purpose.
6: <laughs> yes, well, that's, uh, that's, that happens. Uh, that's another that happens, too. But uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, they did a full hour, and everybody seemed to be entertained. And Jim Rance was there, so... Uh, Jim Rance, of course, the winning pitcher in the 1960 uh, College World Series final game when he made the only start of his college or pro career and went 10 innings to beat Southern Cal. Wow. And thus earning him the only non-profane nickname of Sid's career. <laughs> Eight ground balls in Omaha, he called him for... Uh, like, there he is, eight ground balls in Omaha. Meaning, if he hadn't gotten eight ground balls in key situations in Omaha, nobody would ever heard of him. Right?
0: Sounds like a country instead music work, song.
6: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> instead of yeah, instead he worked fifty years for the Twins. So, uh,
0: say we haven't chatted down. since that remarkable game that the like we've, we we both told each other we'd never seen anything like it. The Wild Ten and. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, what the hell? Who it, were Vancouver they playing? Seven. Vancouver. Was it 10-8 or nah, 10-7? I 10-7. You,
6: it's four to, I said it's 4-1 now, and the next thing I got from you was uh, it's now Wild 8. Uh,
3: whoever the hell Whatever it was. was. He playing? They're Vancouver, playing Van- Vancouver Canucks.
6: Yeah. Canucks 6, the best team in the league. What yep. the hell was that?
0: They just know. went up to Winnipeg the next night and didn't have it. Yeah,
6: but you know they didn't get as many five-on-threes. You know, Right, it's, right. We're, I didn't see it was Vancouver committing murder to get put on all these 5 on 3s it was a, I think there were four of them right I, that, by the time doesn't... I got to
0: watch it uh late afternoon the 5 on 3s were done I didn't see those
6: wow but they scored uh well you know what they got your boldy who's back you know and been back for since about the first 3 weeks of the season and they, you know you got your rush, russian Mm-hmm. And then you got uh and then you got uh the Rossi Kid is uh coming along and playing good. So there's uh they got some star power now, don't mm-hmm. they? They got some star power. So at
0: Edmonton tonight.
6: That won't be easy. Edmonton Edmonton's gotta have the best record of the league since about the the terrible start and then they didn't they have Seventeen or eighteen straight winds, something, something like that, without a loss. Yes, something like
0: that. yes, I believe it was yeah, that yeah, club.
6: Pretty, uh, pretty uh, good. What's the they weather like guy, in the fort? Damn fine today. It was the last two days have been really nice, but the wind is howling to right field. So if you hear anything about long home runs to right field, take them with a grain of salt. Cause All right, blowing twenty-five miles an hour. We'll and, talk to uh, you Monday. Tomorrow we. Uh, <laughs> We start for real against the uh Pittsburgh Pirates and then next Tuesday I'm getting the hell out of here. So okay. or Wednesday
0: I think. Well, we'll talk anyway. to you Monday from the fort. All right. See you. Very good. Thank you. Would you like to take then a time i to
1: the grocery store to get some <laughs> and, then, and some kumquats.
0: Remember the one time he took about a half hour to explain to us <laughs> that he bought plantains? Yes. And he got yeah, a, no. I thought no. it was a banana, but it, it
6: looked like a, it it. they're similar in disguise.
1: <laughs> That's hard, though. It was oh a God. banana. I, uh, couldn't what is it. wrong with your bananas?
4: <laughs> you know what he needed? Quality
0: water. Oh yeah, and he should get that from the best.
4: That's you Hofferman do need Water it
1: in Florida. You
4: really do, because they got swamp water the, down the, there. The
0: tap water in Florida ain't as good as Minnesota. No,
4: it really isn't. So call my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental options for Kinetico water treatment systems, and it's the best. Kinetico is absolutely the best, and that can include a brand-new water softener, maybe an iron rust or odor filtration system, or you just want to upgrade it and have yourself a brand-new drinking water system. Then my friends at Hofferman and Kinetico are going to be there for you because a Kinetico system can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Thank <laughs> you. As we mentioned, bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home, but you get that new system, your showers are better, so is your laundry, your drinking water, your cooking, everything gets better. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 612-895-2440. That's 612-895-2440. Get them on the schedule and have them come up for that free water analysis. It'll make everything clean and clear just like your nose. Hoffermanwater.com is the website website by the way they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over fifty years. Please tell them that you heard it right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Scramble. Part- Part- A.
0: Finally, thank God today is
1: Friday. TGT
0: You know, I had a a scramble uh, yesterday. I left the garage door open. It's a nice day. It was beautiful. Uh, Today it's 34 and snowing right now, so it's not a garage door open day. That's what happens with all this climate change. Do you know what's going to happen on Monday? Yeah, we're supposed to get near 60. Yes.
1: Yeah. Do you know what's going to happen on the 29th, the leap year (laughs) on Thursday? No. The... Uh, scholarship application deadline is, what is it, February 29th. So you have until that time, Garage Logicians, to go to mnmasoniccharities.org, click on the scholarships icon, and that will bring you to information about their scholarships, which is what they're promoting during February because they want to see how many people are going to nominate Other great people across the state of Minnesota. Apply right now. There's an icon there. Important dates to remember. Yep, February 29th. Another number to remember. Minnesota Masonic has given over $13 in scholarships to date. They feature their Selfless Scholarship Program, and that's when whoever's nominated, if you nominate someone and they win, whoever... No, the nominator was they split the award. It's a really good deal. It shows that uh, people in the community want to brag about good people. Well, that's basically what you're doing when you apply for a scholarship with Minnesota Masonic Charities. So don't let this deadline pass you by. It is mnmasoniccharities.org. Click on scholarships.
0: Uh, what was I going to tell you?
1: I was going to tell you that uh, we have our wonderful Frontline Foundation program. It's easy to donate at garagelogic.com. Click on the green Donate button and help these guys out. Thank you.
0: The uh, best windows in the world are Renewal by Anderson. Got it. They bring you or Renewal by Anderson.com backslash garage logic or 651-705-6931 and Renewal by Anderson brings you only because. they bring you the only because. Okay. And only because they come to us, in this case, all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. The desert. Where the Limans are uh, probably feverishly creating itineraries for their next launch into their around-the-world adventures. Got it. It's on this day. February 23rd. It was on this day. February 23rd. In 1854, Winona County was established. Huh. Do you know that it was named for a Dakota woman?
1: I do know that. My parents are from Winona.
0: A relative of the Meadowampton leader Wabasha. Winona means firstborn daughter in the Dakota language.
1: So you are not the Winona of your family. That's right. Yep.
0: On this day, also in 1854... Two, two, three. Well, Houston County was created... Honoring Sam Houston of Texas, a popular presidential candidate.
1: Wow, and, I hate that. Like Minnesota. Hennepin, Houston,
0: Hubbard are your three H counties. Got it. On this day. Uh, two, two, three. 1856, Meeker County was created. It was named for Bradley B. Meeker, one of the first three judges to serve on the Minnesota Supreme Court. Hmm. What are the uh, McLeod, Meeker, Mille Morrison, Mauer, Murray? What are the first three M counties? Meeker. Monoman, Marshall, Manoma. Martin, McLeod, Meeker, Mille Morrison, Mauer, Murray are your M counties. On this day, two two three in 1892, Watson's colored chorus. An African-American musical group with 250 singers from Minneapolis and St. Paul gave a concert featuring choruses, glees, banjo, guitar, vocal solos, jubilees, and plantation songs Hmm. at the Minneapolis Lyceum Theater. The best reserved seats cost 50 cents. Wow. 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 Huh? Huh? And on this day. Uh February twenty third. In nineteen eighty-three, the late great Mark Pavlich became the first US born National Hockey League player to score five goals wow. in a game. The Eveleth Native and a member of the gold medal winning Miracle on Ice nineteen eighty US Olympic hockey team that celebrated their forty-fourth anniversary of the victory over the Ruskies last night. Mm-hmm. Led the New York Rangers to an eleven to three victory over the Hartford Whalers in New York. Wow! And Pavs had five of those goals. I
4: got to say, it's cool that you still have your press pass from that.
0: I got a I got a basket full of uh, the the stuff I did save. It's just a small basket. But it's got pins and stuff in what it. What else do
4: you have from the that Olympics? Anything else?
0: I got uh, stamps. I've got. Uh, you know, you could go to the post office there and get your stuff stamped where it said
2: Olympic sure.
0: Village or whatever. Uh, what else do I have? I don't know.
2: Do you have any of those bongs from the early 70s, <laughs> 70s those homemade bongs?
0: I got a couple of those. What uh, was the hotel situation like in Lake Placid? Didn't have one. We had a house. Oh. Right across the parking lot from the ice arena. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And to show you the change, I mean, the Lake Placid Winter Olympics in 1980, the the Lake Placid High School, which is a little bit bigger than this room, was the headquarters. So every time the Ruskies (laughs) had a press conference or the Swedes or the Americans was in that high school. And the oval for speed skating was on the lawn in front of the high school. Wow. And uh, the mountains were a bus ride. And the uh, all-figure skating and hockey and whatever were in the uh, arena 200 yards from this house we had.
2: We know your MO nowadays. When you arrived there at Lake Placid, did you immediately start looking for an earlier flight home like you always do now?
0: No, Kenny, uh, I, I didn't because I knew that I would have been there for the duration of the games
2: that must have
4: pained you
0: no it was it was very interesting
4: <laughs> well you were a hockey guy so of course you were
0: looking john that gilbert part. was our main hockey guy oh. i was there as a columnist i could write about anything i wanted i see and, oh. but i made the wise decision to go to those i went to the russia u.s game and then of course i went to the gold medal game over finland if we play them 10 times They might win. Well, uh, that that Ruski team, remember, two weeks before Madison Square Garden beat the Olympic team ten to one. Right. I think Herbie, I think Herbie, Herbie shamed him into that victory. Again, I'm watching that movie tonight. You don't have the talent. That's right. But you certainly got the soul. Was he saying that to us? We had Robbie uh, McClanahan on for the four years ago for the 40th anniversary. That was four years ago already. Wow. Yeah. That'll go with those guys all their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just fantastic. Uh, uh, Oh,
4: and we aired, by the way, uh, I forget who said it, if it was you, Rook, or whatever, but the You'll Take It to Your Grave was before the gold medal game, mm -hmm. not the Russian game. They
0: had a bobsled run Mm -hmm. that looked like something from Excelsior Amusement Park, you know, a bunch of. (laughs) Right. Wood rafters ding, ding. Up, up there in the mountain. Uh, it was, uh, uh, and then they exploded. And I think the Olympics exploded because of that hockey team.
1: Oh,
0: that hockey team uh, ignited the. Uh, Could
1: they pull that off today? The eighty Olympics in at Lake Placid.
0: Oh God, no, no, no room.
1: Well, he's one of the guy. He's one of the guys. One of the players. Honor. I
0: still want to know who he was talking about. Doesn't matter. does it really matter.
4: Uh, GLers, if you want full video and full show audio, including before, during, and after the show with the entire Garage Logic cr- crew, then sign up for the town council membership. Those are just a few of the great perks, and you'll even get your own official member card and a certificate. Joe is signing them before the show today. Those of you on the town council got to witness that firsthand. Uh, let's see, you also get exclusive invites to, yep, that kind of thing. Learn more about the town council and become a member today at GarageLogic.com. And as rookie mentioned, don't forget uh, if you have the means, please make a donation to the Frontline Foundation. Okay, it's
1: five. Bucks. Do
4: yep. it. every dollar is gonna help go to garage you'll see the banner ad right there for the frontline foundation and
0: uh yeah Can you do me would you do one for me and thank you to those who have
3: given yes, i'll sir. even use a credit card all right do it right now here wow <laughs>